0: You can't expect it to always be quick and simple. It's not going to happen overnight. If it happened overnight, if it were that simple, everyone would have businesses. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 515. Today I'm talking about if I were starting my business from scratch all over again with no existing business, no products, no audience, absolutely nothing, where would I begin? What would I do? So for the sake of this episode, let's pretend that I am starting over in a completely brand new niche. Nobody knows who I am or what I do. I haven't got a single follower or subscriber and I have never created any content or products around this topic. I'm not known as an expert. I'm not known as an authority. Nobody has any idea who I am. The very first thing I would do would be to pick a broad topic or area that I am interested in. This might be something that I'm good at. It might be a hobby that I'm interested in. I would pick some kind of topic. So. For an example that I'm going to use in this episode, it's a random, it was a random hobby or um, something that an interest of mine, let's say that it was an interest of mine, still is an interest of mine, and that is ultralight hiking. Now, ultralight hiking is when you are doing multi-day hikes with a very, very light backpack. So in my case, when I did my five-day one last year, I think my backpack without food and water was like six or seven kilograms. Uh, And it'll be similar for my 14 day hike that I'm doing later this year. So that would be my first place to start would be pick some kind of topic that you are interested in or area that you are interested in. Then I would go and find some related communities. That would be step two would be, okay, where are other people who are interested in this topic? Hanging out online it might be Facebook groups. In the ultralight hiking case, it's Reddit. There's a very active community. Even though it seems like such a niche interest, there's I think a couple of hundred thousand people who are part of the Reddit subreddit for that. Uh, Twitter is another place. Um, and I've mentioned these three because these are where people tend to have discussions. It's not like Instagram or TikTok where it's one-to-many content, but rather people tend to have these discussions. And Twitter might seem like an outlier, but people tend to have discussions on Twitter. You can find um, almost like little mini communities on the internet there. Then step three, I would hang out in these communities. I would spend a good amount of time in these communities and I would add some value by answering people's questions. I would be a nice human. I would get to know the people in there. I would get to understand what they're challenged by, what they're struggling with. I would listen to them. What specific problems do people in these communities have? What are they complaining about? What questions Are they asking over and over and over again? And from that, from listening to those things, I would find ideas for what I can solve for them. So the best products are ones that solve a problem or deliver a transformation. So if I can understand what kind of problems somebody has that needs solving, that means I can start to build a product ecosystem or an ecosystem with products and services or just services depending what kind of business I wanted to build. So when I know what I can solve for them, that gives me some ideas around the free content I can create as well as the paid products that I can start to create. For example, a free post that I could write, a free blog post I could write would be five ways to lighten your backpack by a kilogram, for example. And then maybe a paid product would be a spreadsheet template to help somebody pack and plan for their multi-day hike. Step four, I would conduct some audience research. So this would probably be a survey. I would maybe survey the people in the community or I would ask a couple of people if I could talk to them and I would ask some specific questions, maybe set up some Zoom calls with them and just dive a little bit deeper into what they are struggling with because there's only so much you can get from a survey uh, a shallow survey and there's only so much you can understand from what other people have posted in the communities so you can ask people follow up questions when you have them one on one on zoom you can ask them well why does this matter so for example with ultralight if you ask somebody well why do you want to back- why do you want your backpack to be as light as possible Well, maybe it's because my knees are dodgy or because I want to walk faster and cover more mileage or maybe because I want to limit my injuries. Audience research like this allows you to get inside their heads so you can help them better. You can communicate with them better. Step five, I would choose one main content platform. And this sounds so completely different to what we've kind of been taught over the last few years with marketing, which was, you know, be on every single platform. Well, you know what? I would probably keep it simple if I was starting from scratch. I would pick one platform where I can share longer form, media content, a podcast, YouTube, blog, whatever suits your strength. That's probably where I would start if I were you. Uh, in my case, I'd probably start with pod- a podcast or maybe a YouTube channel. And I would start sharing content here. I would share content that answers questions that people are asking in the communities and I would link it to them when those questions pop up in those communities. So rather than spamming everybody with links to my podcast or my YouTube or my blog, I would answer somebody's question with a link to the relevant content that answers it. Because remember, we're creating content, answering their questions and solving their problems. So then it becomes a natural natural call to action. Hey, listen to this podcast episode. I answered your question there. Step six, I would create a free lead magnet. So if you're not familiar with what a lead magnet is, it's a freebie that somebody needs to give you their email address for. And it's usually going to be something super juicy. I would want it to be super juicy so that I could start building my email list. And You know, even that, like I mentioned before, spreadsheet template to help people pack and plan for their multi-day hikes, maybe instead of selling that, I would offer that as a lead magnet because I thought of an even better product that I could sell. Usually, your email list is going to be your most valuable asset in marketing your business. And if I was starting from scratch, I would not be focusing on on growing my Instagram following. I would be focusing on growing my email list if I wanted to be on social media as a way to, ex- to interact with my audience, great. That's a nice to have thing, but it should never, ever be your entire focus. Your email list is going to be a much more valuable asset because when Instagram changes the algorithm again, or when TikTok videos stop having the reach that they are having, guess where you're going to still be able to reach your audience? That's your email list. So once I started building that email list, I would then start emailing that list weekly and I would get in the habit of doing this consistently, even if I'm only emailing 10 subscribers at the start. And what I would send them weekly, I'd probably send them to my podcast or my blog or the YouTube video from that week. Then step seven, I would look at other ways I can start to get my content in front of the right people. So I've started creating this content on my main content platform. I've created this super juicy free lead magnet. Now I need to get these things in front of other people. And I'm not relying on the whims of the Instagram algorithm to show me to people. I'm not sitting back and being like, oh, one day I'll post something that's good enough for Instagram algorithm to show to other people. No, we're going to be proactive about this. So I would look at, okay, what other podcasts are they listening to? What blogs are they reading? What media sites are they on? What online courses or memberships are they in? Can I collaborate with somebody who owns this audience to get in front of them? Can I offer to teach a class to their membership? Can I pitch them a guest post? Can I teach a masterclass to their course students? can I pitch them for a podcast interview? So see how all of these things are getting you in front of somebody else's audience and it's proactive. Yes, it's a little bit more work than posting something and hoping that Instagram shows it to people, but you're also going to get better results from it. Now, if you have a budget for paid ads, great. Maybe I would start running $20, $25 a day just to start building your list Uh, or a little bit more than that if you have more of the budget. If you don't have that budget for paid ads, that's fine. But where you're going to see those results is consistently pitching those podcasts, those guest posts, those masterclasses that you're teaching to other people's audiences, etc. Now, most people think that social media is what is going to get you in front of the right people, but it's really not. Now, maybe at the time of recording this TikTok, because sometimes you can get in front of those people and you can start to grow your audience from scratch. It's definitely becoming a little bit more like Instagram, though, uh, and Instagram, that's definitely not going to be the most efficient way to grow your audience these days. Podcast interviews, collaborations, those things will help you a lot more. Step eight, I would keep sharing that content, growing that list and getting in front of the right people consistently for a while until I start to see that momentum and you know that moment when you you'll you'll know it it takes a while and you do have to be consistent and it's really tempting to give up. but when you start to feel that momentum, oof it feels good. Step nine I would come up with an idea for the offer and I would flesh it out so what is this thing that I am launching them launching to them uh, and then I would start launching that before I've built it. I would spend sixty to ninety days. Talking about the things that they need to know to be ready to buy. I would use my podcast or my blog or my YouTube channel to share that kind of content, that longer form content that is going to get them to where they need to be to be ready to buy. If you don't know quite what to share in a launch, go back three episodes to episode 512, where I talked about the kind of content to post in a launch. Now I would definitely launch it before I make it. And then if they buy it, I would create it. If they don't buy it, I would spend some more time doing some more research. I would conduct a non-buyer survey to find out why people didn't buy. And then I would work out, okay, is this a case of I just need to tweak the messaging or do I need to pivot the entire product? So this might sound like a lot of steps, but A, most of these steps you can do at the same time and B, you are building a brand new business. You can't expect it to always be quick and simple. It's not going to happen overnight. If it happened overnight, if it were that simple, everyone would have businesses. So to recap, the nine steps that I would take if I was starting my business from scratch. Firstly, I would pick a broad topic or subject that interests me. Then I would find some related communities. I would spend some time hanging out in those communities and I would conduct some audience research. I would find out what people are struggling with and I would get inside their heads then I would start sharing content to one main platform, usually going to be longer, meatier kind of content. I would create a free lead magnet, start growing my email list. Then I would get my free content and my free lead magnet in front of more of the right people. I would pitch those podcast interviews, write guest posts. I would teach masterclasses to people's memberships, etc. Step eight, I would keep sharing that content, growing that list, getting in front of that, the right people consistently. And then lastly, I would map out the idea for an offer and I would start launching it to my audience. There you have it. That is where I would go if I were starting from scratch, if I'm starting all over again with no business, no products, no audience. That is it for today's episode. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this show or this episode, please do let them know about Social Ed Podcast. Hit the share button and give it to them. If you haven't already hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or follow in Spotify, make sure you do that so you don't miss any brand new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.